Welcome back to another episode of Rhythm and Muse with your host, Monique Wilson. I've been going for a minute, but we're back. We are with another guest, another beautiful, beautiful guest by the name Nariella. <laughs> How are you? How are you? I'm well. I'm too blessed to complain. How are you, love? I'm good. We love the energy. She has like really like great energy, like the best energy. Oh, you think so? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes, it's it's very open, very receiving and stuff. Oh, thank you. Yes, it took yes. me a while to get here, but I appreciate that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it did. Yes. Well, I'm glad. I'm I'm really really glad. So, can you tell the fans a little bit about yourself? Yes. Your words before we get started. Yeah, sure. My name is Nariella. Um. That's the artist name that I perform under. My original, well, my birth name is Ny- Nyla Ari Anthony. Damn, I got to give my, my, my government. <laughs> but that's, I, I gave that because, like, that's where Nari kind of comes from. Nari mm-hmm. is a combination of my first and middle name, Nyla Ari. Mm-hmm. I'm 19 years old. I am a vocal performance major slash MBET minor at the University of the Arts. Exactly. And exactly. For, <laughs> <laughs> and, and for those of y'all who aren't privy to what MBET stands for, it's Music Business Entrepreneurship and Technology. Just a little more background. I've been singing really since I could talk. It wasn't until like eight that I realized that I had a passion for singing mm-hmm. and performing. And since then, I've been doing whatever I could to get myself out there just in terms of performing and you know honing my skills overall so I've mm-hmm. been doing anything from choir yeah I've been doing choir since elementary school through yeah. high school that vocal competitions I did amateur night at the Apollo this oh. is just some like mentionable performances that I've done oh. and I've also been flown out this was like when i was in high school still but Mm -hmm. um i was considered to be part of a competition show like Mm -hmm. when i was about 16 yeah 16 and yeah i say all that to say that i've spent a majority of my life honing my craft and really doing what it is that i love as a singer songwriter performer an overall creative entrepreneur. Love that. <laughs> so what made you want to come to school for singing? Because I heard you sing. And I'm just like, what is she doing here? I'm crying. What is she doing here? Well, originally, I came to school to get some more insight on the business side of music, like mm-hmm. the music industry. Yeah. But it wasn't until I had a, it was a course that I had to take. It was vocal improv. That was one of the required courses we had to take for MBET. And obviously that required singing and mm-hmm. the professor there, shout out to Liz Radagonda. Shout out to Liz, we love her. We love Liz. She's amazing. Right. <laughs> Literally. She heard me sing and she was just like, Girl, why are you not in the vocal department? Like why are you not a vocal major? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that just hasn't been my focus. And really, it was because I had been singing throughout, like, a majority of my life. Like, I had been in choirs. I had been honing my craft. Although I hadn't had any, like, consistent formal training with the vocal coach, I felt pretty confident in my abilities, you know, to feel like, you know, I'd be good without vocal. Well, for... I can't even say that. Like, I did intend on getting further vocal training, but I don't know. Getting a degree in it wasn't really, like... Yeah, and it's not even just that. I just really wanted to know more about the music industry. You know what I mean? Because 
that's something that I hadn't been honing in on. That's something I haven't really had much exposure right. with, you know. So that's really where that stemmed from. But shit, once she suggested that, she did end up convincing me to join. And <laughs> yeah, it's, since then, it's been up and stuck. Like, I, I love it. Like, music is where my heart is. I love to sing. I mm. love the tremendous amount of progress that I've been making as a vocalist like the more that I've worked with the vocal coach and like did things for the vocal performance major yeah I'm really (laughs) glad she made that suggestion as she should do you have any projects out projects no I do have two singles that are currently out Mm -hmm. and at the moment I am still building my catalog so I'm like in the studio and all the songs that I released, I've written. So can you talk about your past song? Because I only know one, and that's talk too much. And I was like, yeah, really? yeah, I like that song. <laughs> that so, song is um, tough. <laughs> the first song, the first original single that I released, is called "What You Like," mm-hmm. and I don't know how I like. It's strange, like you know how some people can talk about like their writing process and yeah. what like mental state they you were can. in I can but it wasn't like anything it wasn't like this miraculous story like I just I heard the beat and I'm like oh what you like mm, tell me what you like mm, so it, like it so just, it came out just right on the spot just like right then and there I wouldn't say on the spot but it just came naturally like for me once I hear a beat I'm like yeah I can get a general idea of what I want to talk about right and right I'm like as I'm listening to, I'm like, huh, what I want to talk about here? Like, this gives very much like, I don't know, <laughs> it, like I'm that bitch vibe. Like, yeah. And the song, like I said, it's called "What You Like," and it's really just, hold on, I gotta replay the lyrics in my head. But it's really just <laughs> saying, like, it's really a song about confidence, knowing what I have to offer, yeah, and knowing that I, I'm something that you know. A yeah. man or woman, you know, you, yeah. I'm something that is is attractive. Yeah. I, I got what you like. Tell me what you like, and I could do it for you. Cause it's more like a uh, to sum it up, like a 2000s video vixen version of "I'm Every Woman" by Chaka Khan. Yeah, and later on Whitney Houston. But you you, you picking up what yeah. I'm putting down? Yes. So I know Nari personally, and yeah. she is one of the one of the most confident people that I know so far so my question (laughs) is this how is your confidence so high like you are very I could say that you are very affirmative I think I said the right word affirmative in what you do whether it's music whether it's just just doing anything like you are very like yeah yes (laughs) this is yep I got it it. (laughs) yes so it's like how do you how do you work on that or how did you gain that for people who does not have that same level of confidence Mm. within their craft or what they do or just like are you saying like what advice would I give or like because you asked like two questions in one (laughs) what is your it's not that it's it's because I'll tell you the first question that I heard like what led me to get to a point where I'm like yeah so sure that was my question yeah shit honestly I've just always kind of been that way I was like I was that loud outspoken very flamboyant child like just kind (laughs) of out there not caring not having to care in the world which I admire that little girl because she didn't give a fuck like (laughs) I would be and I was about to tie in astrology (laughs) 
for a second, I was going to talk about my moon sign. Do it, whatever, whatever. Yeah, my moon is in Aquarius. So you moon in um, Aquarius too? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So I'm very kind of like out there eccentric. Yeah. And it very much showed when I was a child. Mm-hmm. Like I would wear any and everything, and Not my care. brother and sister used to have because I'm the youngest. So my brother and sister. Oh, you the baby. I'm the baby. And that might make a lot of sense as to why yeah. I'm like this. Yep. It, yeah, it does. Okay. I'm a little princess. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I do give off that vibe. But um, no, like, yeah, my brother and sister, they used to have to fight people because they used to, like, they didn't mess with me, but they would, like, try to bid. Bid. That's, like, a Philly term. But, you know, they try, used to try to crack jokes on me. Yeah. You know, I was really young. I didn't really give a fuck. Like, yeah. this is what I want to wear, and that's it. Like, I don't care. Right. I was just very much in my own world, marching to the beat of my own drum and I guess that kind of just continued as I got older now obviously you know depending on the different stages in your life in general I'm just speaking on people in general different things can affect how you show up in the world and you know it's it's a spectrum although I am overall very confident it's you know some (laughs) days I'm not feeling it as much but I do think that overall my foundation is built on a level of you know self assurance is that a, is that a proper word yeah the self uh, self reassurance i don't I don't, go, don't, don't give me the line <laughs> reassurance so but yes i'm very much i don't know like i've just really honestly i've always just kind of had it in me Mm-hmm. So do you do affirmations in the morning and stuff like that like just be like i'm a bitch like this i'm yeah like, <laughs> this um, is me i'm great i'm like yeah i mean <laughs> I have done that. Honestly, I haven't been doing it as much mm-hmm. as I would like to. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, judging myself for not doing it. You know, life is life. So shit happens. I can't always mm-hmm. do things on a, you know, consistent regimen. You know, shit just happens. But mm-hmm. I think, well, yeah, actually, I, I do. Just, I do it subconsciously or just mm-hmm. on a conscious level. I could do it with my thoughts. Right. You know what I mean? So, do it with your thoughts. Yeah. Um, I try to be very conscious of my thoughts because I'm very spiritual. So I do, I'm a firm believer in your thoughts and, you know, the feelings that you connect with your thoughts play a big part in the reality that you manifest. Yes. So I I definitely try to monitor my thoughts and try to keep them as positive and geared towards, you know, the reality that I do want, Mm -hmm. you know, where I want to be, you know, just geared more towards the positive side of life. We're going to take a quick break. Ladies, all of my ladies listening, are you tired of your lash tag canceling on you? Tired of arriving if she reschedules you for the next week? That's such an inconvenience. If this sounds like you, then you need to purchase your lashes that look just like individuals with Issa K Beauty. If you purchase right now, you'll get free shipping. All you have to do is enter the code NEWCUSTOMER, all caps, at the checkout. It's easy as one, two, three. And no, I'm not talking about Michael Jackson. All her luxurious mink lash strips are no joke. It's giving soft, light as feather, comfortable, fashionable. I could go all day with this. The holiday season is quickly approaching, so go ahead and stock up on some new luxurious make lash strips for all your holiday festivities at issakebeauty.com. That's I-S-S-A-K-A-E-B-E-A-U-T-Y.com. Again, that is I-S-S-A-K-A-E-B-E-A-U-T-Y.com. Now back to the show. So when did you tap into your spirituality? Mm. I can't say started, but like 
Cause yeah, I mean, like, how did you? When did you tap into it? I want to say that I really started to tap in with it during quarantine. Like, mm-hmm. for a minute, I've always like I don't know. I grew up in a more spiritual household, although my mom wasn't like preaching the holistic right, thing right. and like spirituality. She was. She just always been been that spiritual type of person, person, and somewhat of a mystic, like. Mm-hmm. She's somebody that has very it's prophetic dreams. I mean, not well, yeah. She's had some prophetic dreams, and she's also had some dreams with like very deep messages that have really correlated with what she was going through. Shit, sometimes what other people in her life have been going through, and so right, right. I think just from seeing how she's done that and like how she was, that's kind of shaped how I view spirituality mm-hmm. and like how I view. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to really articulate it, but I can say this. Growing up, I did some, I don't want to call myself a church kid, but at a very young age, my mom was in the choir. And that's kind of how I was introduced to singing. Because she would do, she would sing various solos in the church choir. And then she was, (laughs) is that a thespian? You know, the people who do the um, the, the church plays and all that. She used to do those as well. (laughs) And so, like, for a time, she was somewhat religious. But as I got older, I wasn't raised religious. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to, like, I don't know. There's just so much (laughs) to my story that I feel like I have to piece together as I say this. But Uh originally, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. And so I spent, like, my early years, maybe till about three, four in Kentucky and that was around the time that my mom was in the church and everything Mm -hmm. and so it wasn't like I would still go back to Kentucky to visit family members and everything but Mm -hmm. once my mom got remarried and we moved from New Jersey and then eventually to Pennsylvania we didn't go to church like that (laughs) like that wasn't really a thing in our household although we all believed in God it wasn't like a oh we all gotta be um sanctified and praise the Lord and all that right Um, right right yeah no so do you have a connection with God but then spiritual because I know that I'm a Christian and everything yeah. you know the Christian world is very what's the right word that won't upset people <laughs> uh, it's very there's some hypocrisy in Christianity there we I, go I, well it, I I don't I can't say that I'm super privy to Christianity to have it's 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 very uh, I I feel like a lot of the times it's the people yes yes it's the people yes a lot of Christian well people in religion overall there yeah. are a, a lot of hypocrites mm-hmm. in various religions where whether it's intentional or not people right. be trying to play god like right. trying to say oh this is how it should be exactly just for them to turn around and do exactly the shit that they exactly be preaching not to do you feel me exactly so, like, that's why i'm just like i have my own relationship with god but i am spiritual so do you count yourself that way or you're just like literally oh, I'm just spiritual. okay literally yeah. i believe in god but you just have your own relationship yeah. with him yeah for sure yeah, instead of the religion because it's a little bit fickle. Yeah, I, I can't say that I'm very religious. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything in this universe is connected in one way, shape, form, or another. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I do feel like there's a higher power that has to do with that. But yeah. all that other stuff, like, I believe that Jesus was a person. Mm-hmm. Like, but our Lord, <laughs> Savior, and Christ? I don't know. 
how do we get here? I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> how did we get here? No, I was thinking about that. Like, how do we get here? I mean, you started talking about Christianity. I know. So, um. But it's okay. I like conversation like this. So my question, yeah. going back to the main point, <laughs> was you are to your first choice for school or did you have like another school choice in mind or was this it? No shade. This was my first and only choice. Really? Yeah. Like You put all your eggs in one basket. I did. And I don't have any regrets. I really don't. I was first introduced to UArts, what was this, my junior year of high school? Mm-hmm. My choir director, I believe her husband, it was something with his, his school that he worked at where mm-hmm. there was an opportunity for a pre, pre-secondary mm-hmm. school. Yeah, it was a pre-secondary course at UArts that, you know, a student was able to take for free. And I'm like, huh, it was intro to the music industry? Yeah, I'm going to oh, take yeah, that. yeah, yeah, I'm going to take that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I took that class in my junior year. I really It was a Saturday class, but I really enjoyed it. It exposed me to what, you know, the college experience would possibly be like. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed, well, in addition to the environment, I enjoyed, I don't know. It was just something about the energy. Like, I felt like I could really capitalize Mm-hmm. on you know just being here overall yeah. like and I just felt like there were many opportunities that were here for me that I could you know continue to do what I had been doing and that I am still doing just honing in on my craft yeah. um although I didn't go in trying to do vocal stuff well yeah I was gonna sing yeah while I was here regardless but oh I didn't come here as a vocal major I did see myself doing all kind of shit. Like, I wanted to be part of the majorette group here. Like, there was just, I saw so many opportunities. And so, what, that was my junior year. After that course, I ended up, yeah, I ended up taking it again, Mm -hmm. which was fun. Like, I really enjoyed it, like, the second time around, surprisingly, even though I remembered a lot of stuff that we went over, like, the first time I took the course. It was still, I don't know, I just really enjoyed being here. For some mm-hmm. for some reason. And like I said, I have no regrets. I love being in school. I love being at UArts. I love the friends that I made here. Like, yeah. I, I don't have too many complaints about my experience here. And oh. shout out to Steven Serino because he's the reason. Well, he's part of the reason why I'm here. He's the person. Shout out to Steven. Per. Steven. Yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, but... He was the one who wrote my letter of recommendation. I did my interview with him. Like, Oh, that's nice. Like, It was very clutch how I got in here. I just wanted to give a big shout out to him because, yeah, he did play a big part as to why I wanted to come to UArts as well. Like, He was a very like hands-on, um, attentive, very much considerate of his students and really wanting the, the best mm-hmm. for his students. So, like... I don't know. I can always appreciate a professor and teacher that's like that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I feel like many, many things played a part as to why I chose UArts. Okay. And you're a sophomore, right? Technically, like I said, I came here as a music business, the an embed major. And then. Oh, yeah. You had to. Yeah, I added vocal performance, and then I changed my mind and wanted to stick with vocal performance and then added embed as a minor. Mm -hmm. So, technically, I'm a sophomore vocal performance major, but this will be my third year at UArts. Okay, all right. So, when you graduate from UArts, what are your plans that you have? Shit. Oh, wait. (laughs) We can cuss on here, right? I've been cussing up a storm. (laughs) I 
really see myself continuing to do what I've been doing. Obviously, on a larger platform, I have some really big opportunities coming up that I can't wait to show everybody. It's still kind of, you know, it's confidential. I got to keep my lips sealed, but it's definitely something that will be broadcasted soon for everybody to see. I'm excited. How soon, though? Like, how? Sooner than you think. Really soon. Um, Early 2023? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think this is just to add to another reason why I like being at UART. Yeah. Like, I'm getting the skills that I need to become a better musician, artist, and, you know, creative entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. But I'm also, like, I'm going after my dreams. Like, I'm actually, like, building my career as I'm getting my education. So it's kind of cool getting that experience because it's like I'm learning as I go. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. It's, It's very... I'm grateful for my college experience, quite honestly, because I'm getting the tools that I need to apply and, you know, the career that I'm going into. And luckily for me, I'm being presented with opportunities that are, you know, helping Mm -hmm. me grow and apply those things that I'm learning in class. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad that you said that because when people ask what you go to school for, then they say, oh, I'm going for vocal performance. So why are you going to school for that and stuff like that? It's just like... Well, you need certain tools and stuff. Singing is not just, you know, there's different things that, that goes there, along with exactly. it. Exactly. There's definitely I, a technique behind it. Yeah, I think people don't, some people don't realize that, like, it's not just singing. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot more that actually comes to it and stuff like that, along with the music business side. So mm-hmm. that's good, like, you have an actual answer because some people are just like, well, shit, I mean, like, I, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And that's sad, like... I definitely, like, encourage anybody who's considering college or shit, people who are already in college, to Mm -hmm. really sit back and reflect, like, why am I in college? Am I doing it for me? Is it something that's actually serving me and what I want to do? And shit, even with that, do you know what you want to do? Right. Are you clear on your intentions for, like, you know? Right. The rest of your life. Not even the rest of your life, but, you know, with your career. Right. Like your occupation like are you like do you really know what you want to do or you're just being here just to be here like it has to be you know you know a reason behind it Mm -hmm. right and it's okay to not have everything figured out i feel like as a society like we pressure a lot of people or it's just the societal pressure to get things done by a certain time or like be influenced by like what everybody else is doing when in reality like Nigga, it's your journey. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, child, I have so many different... I feel like I'm living so many different lives all in one. I'll be having a code switch. But we can talk about that later. There's, we all code switch sometimes. Child. We all code switch. Talk about it. We all have to code switch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was just saying, like, it's okay to not have everything figured out. Like, that's just part of your individual journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like... The what's mainly important is that you are making an effort to figure out what that is and if you do have it figured out doing whatever you can to pursue it you know what I mean right 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 like whether that is honing in on that skill or like getting an internship or whatever that looks like for you like I don't know I don't know how to explain it like do what feels right do what's best for you do what makes you happy right 
So you have singles out, but will there be a bigger project coming out, like an EP, an album? <laughs> that's the goal. That's the goal. Cause I thought you, I thought you had one out already. I was like, oh no, she got singles out. She didn't even put out a full project. So I'm Girl. just, you know, I'm just waiting on a project. You know, nothing, not rushing or anything. <laughs> sort of, kind of, maybe, but you know, I, I can feel that. <laughs> I definitely, I can understand how you know. The people who are supporting me and my music yeah. are just like, girl, where you at? Like, let's keep this going. We want to hear what else you got in the vault. Like, that I can understand. But uh, great things take time. Great things mm. take time. And I, I just, I try to keep it as simple as possible. But just considering everything that's going on in my life, that's not necessarily the best next step for me. Because, like I said, there are other opportunities that will really put me on a completely new and even bigger platform and so it would make more sense to capitalize off of that opportunity by following up with an ep or a project you know what i mean yeah yeah Uh, so right now realistically i'm trying to navigate how to still remain present with my supporters like Mm -hmm. via social media without releasing music just yet you know what i mean (laughs) yeah Um, yeah but yeah, that's not really like social media isn't my strong suit. Like you already know me, I'm a type of person. Yeah. You gotta catch me in person. Like I'm a vibe in real life. Yeah. Um, but online, not to, yeah. I'd be there just looking at like food videos and like different, you know, yeah, outfit inspirations, all mm-hmm. type of stuff like that. I'm not. But you're but you're not really on a social media tip unless you have to. Yeah. Basically. Literally, literally that. So do you do social media detoxes or you just like, yeah, this isn't it. This isn't it. I wouldn't even say social media detoxes because like I said, I still be on social media like just mm. doing, like just looking at different stuff. Like I'm Man. a foodie. So I like <laughs> watching people make good ass food that I would like possibly make myself one day. And like, child, if you look at my Instagram, I have so many folders saved for like food, yeah. outfits, nails, hair, like just the stuff that I'm interested in, but right. um, so what's one food that you really do want to make soon? Since you soon, I have seen a lot of stuff. Like there was this one video I saw. It was like crab cake stuffed salmon with like Alfredo pasta on the side and broccoli and stuff. Like that shit look good. Like, <laughs> and I'm kind of greedy. Like I like to eat. So my my food folder is quite extensive to say the least. There are a few things I want to make. Just recently I made something that I saw from, it was like a clip that I saw, but I ended up making it. It was good as hell. It was a lemon honey garlic mm. chicken. And I think I made it with chicken wings that mm. time. But girl, it goes hard oh my god it went so hard like the chicken was falling off the bone and this was all like oven that's not oven fried right but you know what i mean like it was broiled yeah is that the right word broiled broiled baked baked yeah it was baked but Uh, you you mean like yeah yeah, i did it like that but it was really good i I really enjoyed it all righty so for your album do you have a theme that you want to do or did you just not get to that yet like I feel like for I'm trying to get bits and pieces. Just just bits and pieces. I'm crying. It would really be more like my goal is to have a project that kind of represents who I am on a personal level. Like, yes, I go by Nariella, that's who I perform by. It's somewhat of an alter ego because in real life I'm so chill, I'm so like laid back, I'm a vibe, but when I hit that stage, baby that's a whole other shawty like that's just that's a 
Well, I consider myself to be a star on and off stage, but that's like yes, super, like super saying, you know what I mean? Like, yes. like on some Goku shit. Like, yes, ma'am. Yeah. We love that. But like I said, I really want to highlight who I am as an individual. I mm-hmm. want to, people to see more of Nyla, like, mm-hmm. you know, right. the, the bits of me that people don't get to see on the surface. Mm-hmm. So how do you differentiate? Like, your alter ego, like you said, on stage. Like, how do you, like, quickly tap into your alter ego? That shit is, like, it's like a light switch. I don't know how to explain (laughs) it. Like, it's just, like, when I know it's time to perform, I didn't come to play. So, I'm going to put on a show. And I'm not really, I'm not concerned about, like, what what anybody thinks of me. That's Mm -hmm. I feel like that's when my confidence is at an all-time high. Because I'm just, like... Can't nobody tell me shit. Like I'm, a <laughs> like that's just the mindset I'm in, yeah. and it's kind of funny. Like my mom, it's that's it. shout out to my mom. Like she's been yeah, my number one moms. supporter since obviously I came out the birth canal. Yeah, but, um, since you came out the womb, literally. Yeah. <laughs> but she's definitely been there every step of the way throughout my musical journey, and. Mm-hmm. A lot of times before I would go, like, get on stage, she would, like, ask me, like, yeah, so who's the baddest bitch? (laughs) Me. 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 Like, just, you know, that little pep talk to kind of get me in that, in that mindset. Yeah. And, yeah, that might contribute to my confidence also. But, yeah, that's an affirmation. Like, yeah, I'm the baddest bitch. Yeah. And that's no shade or diss to another woman. But that's how everybody should feel about themselves. Seriously, like. I feel like when women see confident women, they take that as a threat. And it's like, no. Well, insecure women. Insecure mm. people. A lot of mm. insecure people, they... Damn. And that's unfortunate because I can like, I can almost sense it. Like, when somebody is not as secure within themselves mm-hmm. and they come around me, like... They come around you and it's like... Yeah, the insecurity shows a little bit, you know. You can tell that they're like a bit intimidated or like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it kind of makes projection. Me... Yeah, it's sad because it's like the the level of confidence that I have. I want mm-hmm. that. I, I want everybody to have that. Right. I want everybody to feel good and secure within themselves because right. It's no sense. Like you only got well. I was about to say you only have one life to live, but I definitely believe in, you know, multiple lives and reincarnation. Yeah, we, yes. <laughs> but throughout this experience, why intentionally put yourself through through torture and, like, pain and misery by, you know, feeding yourself these lies? Like, who, t- who said that you were inadequate? Like, who said that? Like, what makes you feel this exactly. way? Exactly. Like, but child, I could go on and on and on people, about that. <laughs> people get upset or they just, they have, they get jealous. And it's like, and I don't, I don't even want think, you to be jealous. Like, yeah. be inspired. Like, mm-hmm. uh, inspiration. It's, yeah, and I don't always think that it's jealousy. I just, may I don't, a lot of times, maybe it's A, intimidation. But mm-hmm. they just don't know how to. I don't know, like, just act. Like, they don't know how to be normal. Yeah, like... <laughs> know how to be normal. I dare. That's fucked up. That sounded so fucked up. But, you know, like, you could just tell the difference. You can tell they're, like... I don't know. I've seen a lot of people get, like, antsy around me. And mm-hmm. I can just tell, like... Damn. Antsy how? Antsy, like... 
I don't want to say like avoiding certain conversations, but you can tell that they're like, I don't know how to explain it, like overthinking. Like if you're having a conversation with Mm -hmm. them, you can tell that they're overthinking and like trying to say what they think you might want to hear type shit. Like, Mm -hmm. but that's just like, not everybody's the same is Mm -hmm. the, the point that I'm trying to make. So that may not be the case with everybody, but that has been my experience a lot of times with people who yeah. aren't as secure <laughs> about themselves. So do you think you're surrounded by a group of people that are really well, that know themselves, that know their worth, their confidence, you know, things of that nature? Because being around people who does not know it, it kind of can, it can tear you down because it's like mm-hmm. they don't know their worth. And then that energy is like feeding onto you and right. it makes you not see your worth anymore. So do you feel as if you're in a space where, you're around people who knows their worth and you know your worth and everyone's happy. <laughs> <laughs> I think for the most part, I'm surrounded by people who know their worth and are confident in their own skin. That's not to say that the people that I'm around are not flawed. Mm-hmm. Like everybody has their shit with them. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know how to, well, I do know how to explain it. Really, my circle realistically is small as shit. Like my best friend is my sister. That's really who I hang out with outside of her. I have, like, two other friends. I have friends, like, a handful of friends on campus Mm. that, although we're close, we're not, like, as tight as, you know, my sister and my friend who I've known for, like, over 10 years now. Like, Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, we're not on that level per se, but I can say for the most part, everybody, I am surrounded by people who, are for the most part confident within themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't normally mesh well with people who aren't confident because I'm never going to tear the next person down, but I'm not going to try harder than you to make you believe in yourself. You know what I mean? Like, right. I can give you all the, the positive, you know, words of advice, words of encouragement that but I you can. you have to do that work. You have to realize that yourself. Hello. <laughs> hello like like yeah and, like you have to and i've noticed that you know throughout time when i would be friends with people who do you know struggle with that self-confidence mm-hmm. like i could still be cool with them but i do keep them at a distance because yeah. i mean i'm me at the end of the day right. and i don't want you to have resentment or anything towards me for still standing on who I am like I'm not about to join you I'm like I know misery loves company but I'm I can't join that party right and then they'll they'll force you to just water yourself down and stuff so y'all could be equal it's like babes I can't be equal with you because I know my worth and I know Mm -hmm. I am sexy and shit yeah I'm crying and we can't be yeah and it's not even just about like the physical appearance Mm -hmm. it's just an overall thing like (laughs) I don't know I feel like my beauty is only part of who I am like I have a beautiful mind behind this I have an outstanding talent like there's so much that I can be confident about outside of just how I look you feel me Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah like I don't know I'm very much a person that is very like I, I would love to help people as much as I can, but I'm not afraid to leave somebody where they at. Mm. If you can't get with the program, I wish get you nothing them. but love and light and the get best. 
But I'm a, I'm gonna let you be you from a distance, and unfortunately, I've had to do that with family members. Like it's oh, let's talk about it. Mm. Oh my gosh, let's talk. like let's really talk about it, or let's let's. let's I'm just not man. It's because family is different. Family is definitely different. It's not as easy to or it's not easy at all to have to distance yourself from family, especially if it's somebody that you're close with, like. Yeah. And unfortunately, yeah. although I'm this positive person and I seem like I have no no issues in my life, yeah, this, like I said, <laughs> it, it took a lot for me to get here, quite yeah. honestly. And I'm thankful for the people in my life who have been patient with me and have, yeah. like, helped me open up more and, like, get in tune with, you know, my emotions yeah. and, like, yeah, just being... But, um, but it took a lot for you to get here. Yeah. And um, it took a lot of, I feel like you have to introduce yourself over and over again because you start to change over time. It's like you yeah. got to reintroduce yourself to friends mm-hmm. and family. Yep. Like you didn't know me back then. This is who I am now. Hello. And then I'm going to have to keep reintroducing myself over and over again. And you, you know? know, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say like that's. I don't know. Maybe that's like a, a habit that a lot of like humans have. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like I don't know. They just place a stigma on you based on a characteristic that you may have had way back when. Right. Like right. for example, my sister. She's always been a bookworm. Always been very like inquisitive and like you know just mm-hmm. intelligent. So she was always the smart one. And like for a time, she wanted to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, particularly family members down in Louisville. Like, they would yeah. just expect her. Like, they would just be like, yeah, my lawyer, she's the smart one, the stand the third. I was always just the talented one because I could sing. And, like, I don't know. I'm mix. using that example because, like, it was just, I feel like when I would be around it, it did. I don't want to say it put a dent on my confidence, but yeah. it definitely made me, like, a bit self-conscious, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to say this without it sounding fucked up, but like I used to like question myself, like, damn, am I dumb? Like, why everybody just saying like <laughs> no. she's the smart one, and like I got to bring up here too, like just because I don't like to read every five seconds, don't mean that I'm not highly intelligent. Right. And so just stuff like that. I was just you know using that as an example, just mm. to add to the point that I make, like the point that you made, honestly, like not everybody changes. Right. Everybody changes. And even with my sister, although she did want to, although she did want to be a lawyer, she found out that she's really good with kids and she could help heal people and like Mm -hmm. help shift certain societal paradigms. For those of you who don't, who aren't aware of what a paradigm is, a paradigm is a sort of, excuse me, mental and emotional program. And yeah, that, that starts within your subconscious that, essentially affects the way you move and shake in the world right so yeah like and she's fucking awesome at what she does she's a great teacher great with kids great with people in general she's definitely a healer right but the more we would go and visit family i would realize how like they just had this fixed idea of who she was shit who all of us are like me my brother and my excuse me Yes, me, my brother and sister, they <laughs> just had like this fixed idea of who we are without really trying to tap in and get to know who we are now. You feel right. me? They're just stuck in that, that one mindset of 
who you guys are and that's yeah and that's shit that kind of ties into what i was saying like at a certain point you do kind of just have to leave people where they are like sometimes there is no convincing people you could tell somebody 15 different times this is who i am now and they'll still be stuck on who you were when you were a little fucking kid like girl i'm 22 i am 22 years old so for your song talk too much i meant to say this like way early but we oh yeah again, which is uh-huh. fine where did that song stem from because that's interesting i was like yeah. what's she talking about i was to talk about nobody but it's one of them songs like if the shoe fits then wear it my nigga like wear it. <laughs> it it was funny how the song came about um so at the time i was working with a manager and you know things didn't work out really just two different types of people i'm not a person who can just walk blindly like right. i'm I'm not just gonna do what you tell me to do just because right. you tell me to do it like i'm gonna need to know the why right. and understand you know just especially because i want to know more about the industry like exactly I'm just that type of person overall. I'm very dedicated to what it is that I'm doing. And I'm not just, I'm not going to be passive about it whatsoever. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to do it, I'm going to know what I'm doing. Exactly. And I'm going to be the best at what I do. Exactly. <laughs> what I yeah. And back to, you know, how Talk Too Much came about. Um, <laughs> we were in the studio one day and he, he, the manager, he really wanted me to meet these Philly famous people who, you know, could possibly promote me as an artist. She put quotations around Philly famous. That was funny. No, no, no. They're actually, like, pretty famous now. Okay. I'm not going to, like, drop any names. But definitely, like, I I put quotations around Philly famous because, like, you know, that's just, I don't know. It's a saying. Whatever. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, like, some pretty famous people who be, like, on social media or whatever. And um, they were just saying, like... I needed to make a song that they would want to bop to and want to put on their podcast or whatever, whatever. Right, right. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, they listen to a lot of, like, hard trap type shit. So, like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, how does one do that while also staying true to themselves? One yeah. is me. I'm I'm themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, that's what I was referring to. But, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, all right, how do I do this? So I ended up finding the beat on youtube if i'm not mistaken and i'm listening to it, i'm like ooh, i could i could do some shit on this right, and then right. i think the person that my manager at the time was connected to that actually knew the people who you know he wanted me to meet like the famous people he was just he threw out an idea he was just like yeah he threw out a topic like a concept for me to write yeah, about he was yeah. just like yeah maybe write some shit like Saying some shit like, yeah, man, you talk too much. You need to learn how to shut your mouth. Learn how to... And I'm like, huh, I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) And then eventually, Mm -hmm. Talk Too Much came about. And, yeah, I wrote that all by myself. Okay. Damn. I I sounded like a a kid at Show and Tell. I wrote that all by myself. No, it's fine, but because you write your own music. Like, Mm -hmm. no one besides you. It's just you. That's Mm -hmm. it. And... That's all there is to it. Like, I'm crying. And that's not to say that I'm not open to, you know, having a songwriter. No, 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 never that. Never that. But, yeah, I wrote that. I take pride in that song. Because exactly. it was just like, I was I was talking my shit in that song. No. <laughs> and to a point where people were like, damn, who were you talking to? Like, you was kind of going in on that's that nigga. I was like, who's she? When oh, in reality, okay. I wasn't talking about nobody. Really, I was just pulling from, like, past experiences. Like, just... 
observations mm-hmm. that I made on certain people. Like it took me back to like right. middle school, high school when 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 dudes would try to do the most just for popularity or attention. Right. Yeah. Charm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I decided to talk about that. And let niggas know like this type of behavior is cringy. I would highly suggest that you shut the fuck up. Hello. Shut up. Close your mouth. You talk too much <laughs> and really focus on something that's more productive. You feel me? Right. So, yeah. Right. So I got two more questions. One question What's is, tea? what is one person you would love to collaborate with? What is one person? Mm. It could be mainstream. It could be local. Oh, that's a great question. I would love to collaborate with Candy Burris from mm-hmm. Escape because she is such a talented songwriter. Mm-hmm. And damn, there's so many other like vocalists and rappers that I would like to work with, but like just on a creative level and considering where I'm at in my career, where mm-hmm. I'm like still building my own music and you know putting a stamp on who I am as an artist. Right, um, right. Yeah, I would definitely want to work with Candy because she she's a hit maker. Like, and I definitely feel like I have the potential. Nah, fuck that potential shit. I I got what it takes to write a you hit. You do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yes. you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And one more question. This is a very just basic question, but it's fine. What is some advice that you want to give to artists that are trying to make it, that has not made it yet, that will make it, or does not know where to start? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't know about the, like, not knowing where to start per se, but I would say, well, no, 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 no. I do have an answer to that, but... Something that I would say to somebody who is pursuing a career in music is, well, the advice that I would give would be to be clear on your intentions. Do you really want right. to? Do you really want to do music? Is this something that you're willing to put in the time and dedication into? Right. And yeah. are you willing to play the long game? Because, mm-hmm. like I said, great things take time. Yes, they do. And if you want to just be a one-hit wonder as somebody who's just out there and famous in one night, sure. That that works for some people. Sure. Like, yeah, sure. I mean, my overall advice would be to just do what feels right for you. If you feel like this is something that you can't live without, then by all means pursue that shit. Because, right. like I said, I'm in school doing this as I'm pursuing my career. And I substitute teach, like, yeah. on the side. Like You're I, doing a lot. I'm living several different lives all in one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it feels like. But It's the life you chose. Yeah, it really is the life that I chose. And I guess that would be my advice. Like, if this is something that you really want to do, go for it. Go for it. And have the confidence that what is your, what you want and what is yours Mm-hmm. will already happen it would like what's meant for you will already be yours that's the right. point that i was trying to make and for people who don't know where to start i guess depending on i'm not sure in terms of like rappers and stuff like mm-hmm. that but i can say for singers like join groups hone in on your craft right. if you can get get a vocal coach open mic nights seek mm-hmm. any and every opportunity that you possibly can so that you can again hone in on that skill get as much as excuse me get as much experience as you possibly can and Mm. yeah like i don't know how to (laughs) yeah that's that's it that's all that's all that's (laughs) that's it that's all that's all that's it 
<laughs> that was Nariella, everyone, yes. on another great episode of Rhythm and Muse with your host, Monique Wilson. Ooh. Thank you to everyone that has been tuning in. I have reached, I think, 100 listeners yeah. on Spotify. I have reached, I got some people in Germany listening to me. Yeah. Hey, Germany. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I see y'all out there a little bit. Mm, I like trying. that. But thank you for, again, you are. Thank you for Michael Johnson for letting me do this wonderful opportunity. Thank you for my friends, my family, and the newcomers that are coming to my show. I may be taking a little bit break because I got exams and everything because, you know, schoolgirl shit. Yeah. But. <laughs> real hot student shit. <laughs> no, for real. Like, it's kind of hard out here, too, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we make it work. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you guys next time. And have a happy, happy, happy holidays. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>